why some people seem to be living the dream while others just dream. You may be amazed to find out how thoughts become things, the real magic behind manifesting your best life in three, two, one. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings, welcome back, friends. I'm Stephen Canyon, so glad you could join us. Email address, kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com. stephencanyon.com is the website. Well, hello, Miss Meg. Yo, yo, yo. How was the weekend, girlfriend? How you doing? Good, thanks. <laughs> did you have a good time over the weekend? Yes. Yeah. I was trying to remember. <laughs> yes, I did. Yeah, then it was a really good time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. By the way, I want everybody to know that you won. You won. I won what? You won. You were the winner. You found the smallest shark's tooth competition. You won that <laughs> competition. We said the, whoever win, the person that wins is the one that finds the smallest. <laughs> You know, it was funny though because I almost felt disappointed in myself afterwards at my level of of competition. I'll do anything. Well, you just you sit down I'll and do then you any, look down I'll and do you pick the, one up. Yeah, <laughs> but I'll do anything to compete, even over the dumbest things. When I was a kid, I filled up a mason jar with shark's teeth. That's amazing. I mean, I filled it all. I mean, with. okay, how long did it take you to do that? Two weeks. That's crazy. Two weeks. But, you know, I used gratitude even back then. But I, yeah. I could also crawl around. I was going to say you were closer to the ground. Yeah. You're 6'3 I mean, now. That's a long way. No, not going to do it now. <laughs> to <laughs> look for something so tiny. <laughs> today, today we're talking about real magic and how thoughts become things. Boom. Most people, yes. here's the deal. Most people live their lives having no clue what they want. Most follow the common idea of having a job. They've got a house, or they want the house, and then they want the two cars. Mm-hmm. If I can just have that, that's that's the dream. That's what is expected of them, and so that's what they've always aspired to have. It is a weird progression, isn't it? As you grow older, so you go from high school to uh, college or whatever you do out of, out of high school, and then, you know, just as you grow older, it is so strange to realize that how unique you really are and that you really do have unique desires and a unique path and you're supposed to not just be this cookie cut lifestyle because you're not cookie cut. Oh, but that's the thing as soon as, well, everybody knows that they are a little bit different than what other people know them to be. But what happens is whenever we expose that part of ourselves or we show the vulnerabilities of ourselves, Mm. other people immediately go, you're weird. Why are you so different? Yes. What makes you different than me? All of those things. So what happens is most people live their lives getting what they think they want rather than what they want. Hmm. Kinetic believers is the kinetic belief is the quantum science of thoughts producing like kinds. Mm -hmm. So if, if we grow up and we are uh, fashioning ourselves, our expectations, our thoughts, our desires, all of those things according to the expectations of people around us and and casting down the uniqueness of ourselves so that we can fall in goose step mm-hmm. with a faction, with the expectations of other people. If we're doing all of that, then obviously we're going to uh, conform to attract things that are in uh, harmony with the expectations of other people rather than our own uniqueness. Kinetic belief, here's the deal. 
It's the quantum science of thoughts producing like kinds. So in other words, we know that what we think about constantly eventually becomes us. Whatever it is that we are dwelling on and continually thinking about those expectations. For example, if we are, our, our desire is to have the house, the two cars, mm-hmm. one dog, <laughs> a dog and a half, I was going to say, cat, whatever it is, <laughs> two point five children. Then you know that's probably yeah. going to be where you'll end up. That's what you're going to end up with. So, and and the thing about it is, whatever you're believing for, whatever you're thinking about constantly, it eventually becomes you. Even if it's if it's good, it comes for you. If it's negative, it comes against you. Either way. Well, I have to say, I really love this topic of thoughts because it does seem to permeate down to the core of who you are and the life that you're living. Um, You know, you just open the podcast by talking about something we've probably all experienced when someone says, you're weird. That was weird. What you did was weird. But the, the way that you frame that one little tiny incident in your thoughts is going to determine, it can determine your entire course of your life. How do you frame it? Is that, oh, you think, are you thinking, yay, that's great, I'm weird? Or... No, I'm not. Leave me alone. Oh, no, I hope they don't think I'm weird. Yeah, you have to get over into the mindset of, thank you. Oh, I love that badge of honor. Thank you. I appreciate that. And isn't that it? As a kid, you you don't want to stick out. You don't want to be different. I can remember as a kid, somebody would go, here comes Grand Canyon. No, I'm not. I'm not the Grand Canyon. I'm Stephen Canyon. Leave me alone. <laughs> well, now, please call, me, please call me the Grand Canyon. We get so mad at any nickname as a kid. It doesn't even have to be a bad one. Did like, you have one? Oh, yeah. I remember in second grade, we were learning about birds, and we were learning about this little bird. It was really cute. He was called the Black-Capped Chickadee. And nope. the Black-Capped Chickadee. Capped. Okay. And everybody turned in the classroom. They went, Megan, Megan's a Black-Capped Chickadee. And I just remember getting <laughs> so angry. I remember being so uh, mad. You're embarrassed, right? Well, you just, attention, I guess, as a kid. Uh, That's kind of different, though. I kind of like that, though. Oh. It's a long nickname, though. It is. Right. Well, you know, and that's the thing is the kinetic belief is it's the well. Let's let's understand it from science for a minute because I I want to drill down into this so that we can gain understanding and wisdom. Okay. Kinetic belief is the quantum science of thoughts producing like kind. In other words, we know that what we think about constantly that it eventually becomes us. So if it's good, it comes for us. If it's negative, it comes against us. So the reality of our thought life is this. We live our lives out in the natural, manifesting what we think we want rather than what we want. We live our lives manifesting what we think we want rather than what we want. Flashes of desire produces feelings of desire. Flashes of, you know, it's the, the bright thing, the shiny thing. I want that. I want that. Look what I got. I want that. Look what I got for Christmas. I want that. Well, we're so sensory dependent. So every, you know, you're, it's hard to think beyond what you're seeing at all times. It's a work. Those, and all of those are emotional stimulants. Yes. To desire, to want something on a, like a flashcard. Mm -hmm. I want that. Oh, I want that. Yeah. The shiny thing. Right. When somebody thinks about having something and it's correlated with, I deserve it. I'm worthy of it. I can have it because it's mine. Those thoughts produce and they attract circumstances to change uh, forms to manifestations. Why do you think it is that if we see something that seems larger than life, that our sort of gut reaction, our, our human reaction to it is to assume that we can't achieve it. We cannot get it. 
Why is that the natural gut response? Because we, we are diminished and we have an inferiority complex. And that's to anything that's great, anything that's big. Most of the time, most people, until we have dealt with that sense of worthiness and until we deal with um, going back to the original to understand that we have authority and dominion, that we are worthy, mm -hmm. that you are a co-equal creator with everybody on the planet. No one is less than anybody else. And whatever you can think of or imagine, you can have. Yeah. You can manifest that. I like how you said that. We, we have to deal with our, the self-worth issue. Right. So, you know, the average person, the average person doesn't really know what they want out of life. Millions and millions of people, they wander the earth every day without a quest. They don't have a vision. And, and we, we run into people, we meet people all the time. And the first time I'll ask them about their own personal desire, their vision for life, their highest viewpoint for living the grandest life that they were meant to experience, typically it freaks them out. Yeah. Oh, I can't. They, they just can't even think, even begin to imagine to think that way, they'll tell me. Well, and you're asking, and if you think about it, you're really asking them to go to a place in their, in their mind that they've never been before. Isn't that amazing? So that's the average person, and they've never given themselves permission to even think about mm -hmm. wanting more. Wow. Our creative willpower, every single human being has an, has an ability within themselves to use their creative constructive willpower toward applying it to the essence of who they are within. Kinetic believers don't try to apply the willpower to anything outside of themselves. We all come into the natural with dominion. Dominion is to be used for advancing yourself and having control over your immediate environment. Dominion was never meant and is not supposed to be exercised over other people. People. <laughs> we don't do that. That is a bully. That is abuse. Yeah. We don't use dominion to control people. And it's always going to end in failure, too. So just don't even bother. <laughs> always ends in failure. It's, it's, that is the competitive way yeah. to to uh, gain, right. and it always ends in failure. Only, Sorrow. Yeah, we can only change ourselves. That's right. So to look out, um, to look out, that is not the game that we want to play. We look within, looking outward. That is to try to conquer, and it, like we said, it just leads to failure, leads to sorrow. Looking within now, that locates the infinite source for all good things, and it releases our ability to manifest our purposeful lives. Look, this is your life that I'm talking about. This is our life. There's nothing more personal to you, to me, to anybody than your actual life. Don't feel bad for being selfish. Whoa, what? Say that again. <laughs> Do not feel bad for being selfish. Somebody says you're selfish. Say, yes, thank you very much. I am selfish. I unconditionally love me. I'm selfish to do that so that mm -hmm. I, in love with me, can love you. Yes. Because if I'm not in love with myself first and I say I love you, then I'm dishonest. Absolutely. It's time for, look, it's time for those who don't consider themselves to become selfish to live exactly the way that they want to live. It's, it's time for people to cast down all of those expectations for you to sacrifice and suffer for the benefit of others. Mm -hmm. Because, and look, here's the problem with that. If we diminish ourselves, then we have less to give. If we continuously regret things, 
that we did or didn't do in our past because of a feeling of inferiority, a feeling of missing out, a feeling of, of not having you know, put our best foot forward, whatever it is, then we won't be able to move forward to living our best lives. We cannot live in the past. We live in the present and the future. So we don't feel bad for being selfish, for demanding the best for ourselves. And to see that, you know what? You are worthy of living a best life. You are worthy of prosperity. You are worthy of joy continuously, optimistic happiness. You're worthy of perfected health. You're worthy of advancing your life, mind, body, spirit, and soul. But the the proper order for creating our best lives is to unconditionally, first of all, love ourselves. Then the power and the authority within the dominion of our creative selves is released in order to unconditionally love others. For example, if we're not selfishly, unconditionally loving ourselves, then we are dishonest when we say, I love somebody else. Wow, that's so true. You know, there's a really great uh, thing that Maya Angelou said. I read one time, and she, she basically said, I don't trust people who don't love themselves. Um, and then tell me, I love you. She said, mm-hmm. there's an African saying that says, be careful when a, a naked person offers you a shirt. Right. No truth in that. It's objective <laughs> reality. And I can, right. I, I see you. Yeah. I can see that you don't even have that for right. yourself. So you can't possibly have it for me. Sure. Yeah. Well, if I don't love me, if you don't love you, embracing our inner creative genius unconditionally, then you know what? I'm not permitted to exist in the natural I'm not permitted to to be who I am while I'm here. It's a masquerade. This is just, you know, I'm pretending while I'm here. Right. There's nothing authentic about it. And so from that perspective, who, who am I to say that I love? Right. If I'm not authentic to myself, who am I to say that I love you? You see, we become selfish in the promotion of our giftings in order to excel for the benefit of, of, of others. It's so important to get that, you know, because we're, we're really taught to diminish ourselves for the betterment of others. And, and understanding that the opposite is true, is that's a new lesson for most of us. Oh, but that's the competitive world. That's the one that we're sidestepping. See, that's what kinetic believers are doing to become uh, their better selves. Yes. We're understanding that there is a better way. Mm-hmm. There is an enlightened way. When we align our thoughts, the way that we think, with the original intention of our purpose that we were created with, then the way that we think attracts what we want. The way that we think from the highest viewpoint of a successful person living a prosperous life, when we see ourselves holistically living that experience, that will manifest exactly what we desire. It'll manifest what we want. When we align our thoughts and the way that we think with the original intention of our purpose, the purpose we're created with, things change. But out of order of that, until we get our thoughts aligned with our purpose, then we'll just continue to surround ourselves with lack and circumstances that have been you know, constructed, built up from all of these negative source energetics, all these things that people have told you you should be doing. Don't do that. Do this. This is the life you're supposed to live. Here's what I expect from you and all of those things. Well, you're teaching us a really important lesson with what you just said, the, the idea and the realization that we 
we need to differentiate our thoughts from what we want because it seems it feels like when you want something well I'm just naturally thinking about it but that's not true and thoughts have to be on purpose for them to manifest that's a huge huge thing to learn that just because you want it doesn't mean you're purposefully thinking about it that is it that is totally it move to the front of the class Meg thank you you got it that's right <laughs> it's, it's what we purposefully <laughs> think that we want that yes. we actually get yep. there is a deep down truth inside of all of us that's waiting to be discovered by most. And the truth is this, every single person deserves all the good things that life has to offer. There's more than enough for every human being on the earth, more than enough. Every person is a co-equal creator, and that's the original intention of creation. To think differently than that is to align ourselves with the indoctrination of a malicious, competitive, manipulative world. It's just wrong thinking. Most people know that they deserve more. Most people know that this is truth. And it's inherent to them because they feel terrible when they're experiencing the lack of good things. Most people don't feel good. They know that something's missing, and there's a reason that there's a knowing for that. All good things are the birthright for every human being. Well, I think you just hit on a really interesting point that we know something's off, we know something's wrong, but typically we just have no clue what to right. do. Because when you've been in this sort of round robin, hamster wheel way of living, you don't have any new ideas. You have the old ideas that keep you in that cycle. And so that, you know, that's when the positive disruptions come in, growing yourself through immersion and the journaling. And, and um, but that's something to acknowledge Absolutely. Sure. It's a flag, and the flag is there not for you to ignore and not to accept, but to say, you know what? Something is wrong. Mm -hmm. And the reason that you feel this way and you realize that something is wrong is because you have within you, we all have within us, the power and the authority to do something about it, the ability to change it. That's the good news. That's the reason that I get up every day and celebrate. It's because, you know what, I know that every human being is also the creator of the life that they will live. Well, that's a that's such a good point, Steve. Just, just this idea that when you do realize that something's off, something's wrong. I've woken up today and realized I'm living a life I don't want to be living. This is not right. That, you know, to not become frustrated by the idea that you don't know what to do because if you seek, you'll find it. If you look for the mm-hmm. wisdom to fix it, you'll find it. Correct. Yeah. That's so great. And so here we all have access now through kinetic belief to the law of attraction, which is the most magnificent tool to create whatever it is that we desire. It is not a respecter of persons. It's not a respecter of belief. It's the law of attraction that is a respecter of thoughts, thoughts that make up the forms of our beliefs. It respects our subjective reality, our subjective beliefs. Whatever we choose to believe to be true for us, we will see. Because I know that every human being is also the creator of the life that they're going to live. The law of attraction is the most magnificent tool to create whatever it is that we Mm. desire in this life. Whatever. And so here's the deal. For most people new to kinetic belief, Sometimes it's hard to figure out what you want when you first start this. Yes. And and a lot of people will say, well, I just like, uh, you know, tank full of gas. Okay, let's, you know, start there. Baby steps. Nothing wrong with that. But look within and go back to your original dreams and your original aspirations. Not those that were formed by the guidance and the expectations of other people like we're talking about, but the desires that stirred you the most. 
get away from the noise of the world and think about it. Meditate on it. Feel free to, you know what, express yourself. Feel free to love. Feel free to think of prosperity. Anything, everything, feel free to to consider those things. Make lists. Write down your desires. Mark some off of your list and then add some more. Work on it and get it to the very core of the essence of your being. And then, you know what's really good, and this works for me, is I like to walk away from my list and then go back to it tomorrow. Mm. I like that. Let it marinate. Let, yeah, because in the, what feels fresh and what no longer, uh, there'll be things on there that you really don't excite you like you think that it did. But look at what feels fresh to you, even, the, even after the sun goes down and comes back up. Yeah. That's a great point. It's almost like that's going to weed out the things that you thought you wanted because you saw someone else with it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And those things don't stick. Yeah. It was just, uh, you know, it was a circumstantial yeah. uh, opportunity for happiness. Right. You're, you're working to find your actual heart's right. desires. But And if you don't know what those are, you know what? Expect an answer and you will attract one. Yeah. That's how this works. The process now is going to help help us determine what we will on purpose think about and dwell on to create convictions and articles of faith for, and then just determine that, you know what, truly makes you happy. You don't have to do this in secret either, by the way. Let those that you love, those that you're sharing your life with, let them know what you're working on. Yeah. Stay positive about this. Of course, now, you know, life doesn't always go exactly like we want it to. So don't allow yourself to feel anxious when circumstances try to move you away from your plans for living your best life. Regain control of each day instead of just freaking out. Be flexible. Think about your, think about your game, the end game. Think about it. And, and be, be willing to roll with the changes and circumstances when they come. But stay focused and keep thinking to move forward. The law of attraction will always do the rest. When I love that the theme of, of what you just walked us through is that you can't really control anything in life, but you can control your thoughts. You can control your response. You can control how you talk about things and how you think about them. And that's the control that's going to, to manifest real I guess you can control it in that sense. <laughs> yeah, you I don't can, want to double talk. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, but you're right. But you're saying it correctly that you can change anything in this life by changing the way you think about it. Yes. Change the way you see your past, present, and future, and you will change your past, present, and future. Yeah. Yes. It's all. It all comes back to subjective reality being your reality. I know of someone who is suffering from anxiety disorder, panic disorder, for most of her adult life. And she had basically just, you know, given up on doing just about anything out of her comfort zone until she learned the techniques for using the law of attraction. So, and she started by using highest viewpoint affirmations, and she was doing it every day, and then understanding the power of the spoken word. And that words are actually things. They have quantum physical substance that create. And so she stopped talking about what she couldn't do and just spoke about what she could do. Mm. What was she doing? She was reconstructing her subjective reality by using the reconstructive power of words. And then finally, after 33 years of never getting on a plane, she took a two-week trip to Bali, and she went from being someone who couldn't even go to the local mall to being a world traveler. Wow. All she had to do was change the way that she thinks. And we get what we think we want, not what we want. 
We get what we think we want, not what we want. She wanted to travel, but it wasn't until she thought she could travel that she could. Until then, she had been just wanting to fly and travel, but her anxiety disorder prevented it. She changed what she talked about, and she changed what she thought about with new highest viewpoint affirmations, which create new thought forms. And the result was the substance of her kinetic belief changed her life. We get what we think we want, not what we want. What a great analogy. What a great example of of using your thoughts to direct your life. Because I like that in that example, it really reveals that when something is loud and negative in your life, a lot of times that's going to monopolize all of your thoughts. And so, like you're saying, I'm sure she wanted to be cured and she wanted to be healed from anxiety for all those years. But her thoughts weren't being monopolized by the good thing. It, they were being drowned out by the negative. Right. I'm thinking when you said loud and negative in your life, how a crying baby mm-hmm. just pulls your attention. Oh. You can't think about anything else. It's right. loud and it's negative. Yes. A barking dog. Bark, 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 bark. Yeah. Loud, negative. You yeah. can't think about it's anything drown- else. It drowns out everything else. Right. It pulls your attention. That's so true. Yeah. Look, since we know that we choose to believe as we go throughout each day, we are bombarded with negative news, fearful thoughts of sickness and disease, war, famine, negative source energetics, all of those things. And since we know that what we choose to believe about what we hear and see, it's imperative. It is vital that we stand guard over our thoughts. The kinetic believer understands that our thoughts, our beliefs, will be shaped by the things that we observe and the things that we think about. It's vital. It is so important that we command our attention. It's by by our will that we determine what things we will allow our attention to be fixed upon. If we want to live an extraordinary life, I know I do. Anybody else? I do. You do? Over here. Extraordinary life, prospering and healthy, joyous and happy. We must not make a study of poverty and sickness. We shouldn't make a study of what's wrong with anything. This is not to say that we don't uh, remain prudent, because we do. Wisdom is knowledge. However, good things are not brought in to be manifested by thinking about their opposites. Right. Think about what you will allow yourself to think about. No matter how horrible the world may seem to appear, according to the dictates of many in the news and whoever, regardless of the conditions that are reported in certain countries around the world, for the kinetic believer purposing to use the law of attraction, we mustn't destroy our futures by considering negative source fearful energetics. We, we interest ourselves with the world by seeing the world becoming healthy. Seeing the world becoming prosperous. We imagine the world becoming a place of joy. The world becoming a sea of happiness. And then we set the example and we will become. Set the example and others will follow. George Orwell said, But if thought corrupts language, language can also corrupt thought. Mm. In other words, look, align what you think with what you say and what you say with what you do. This is the way of the kinetic believer attracting their best life. Let's work on some highest viewpoint affirmations. Just say this. I am the architect of my life. I am the architect of my life. I imagine the foundation. I imagine the foundation. And I think about its contents. And I think about its contents. Today, 
Today. I am brimming with positive energy. I'm brimming with positive energy. Overflowing with joy. Overflowing with joy. My body is healthy. My body is healthy. My mind is sharp. My mind is sharp. My soul is at ease. My soul is at ease. I am superior. I'm superior. To negative thoughts. To negative thoughts. And low actions. And low actions. Because I don't consider them. Because I don't consider them. To become my thoughts. To become my thoughts. I have been created. I've been created. With unique talents. With unique talents. Which I think about. Which I think about. I'm guided. I'm guided. In my every step. In my every step. By my purpose. By my purpose. In spirit. In spirit. Who leads me. That leads me. Toward. Toward. What? I must know. What I must know. (laughs) (laughs) And what I must become. And what I must become. I am worthy. I'm worthy. And I deserve. I deserve. To be powerfully. To be powerfully. Extravagantly. Extravagantly. Successful. Successful. Yeah, you do. Wow, gosh, I'm amazing, huh? You are, really. Yeah, you are. (laughs) That's real magic, and that's how thoughts become things. So magical. It works. It really works. You're magical. Thank you. You're welcome. I feel like I'm magical. You are. You actually really are. Yeah, right? Yeah. Hey, we all are. There's a community of kinetic believers, and we're all working on great things together. It is a magical community, isn't it? It really is. I love it. To know more about this, you can go to the website, stephencanyon.com. Kinetic Belief, stephencanyon at kineticbelief.com is how you can get it emailed (laughs) to me. You said it twice. I think this is like the 10th time in a row that you've messed up the email. stephencanyon.com is the website. And the email is kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com. Just keep writing Kinetic Belief in Stephen Canyon and something will happen. I don't I'm not making any guarantees. Beautiful day outside. Let's go find some more shark's teeth. Yeah, enjoy the sunshine. I'm so excited. Now let's see who can find the biggest one. Okay. See you again tomorrow. I'm going to do it. Okay, see you then. Thanks as usual for all the wisdom. Bye.